0: What's your creative outlet? Do you know your creative style? In today's episode, we're exploring your creative passions and defining your creative style, and I'm feeling really excited to share on this topic. Hello, and welcome to the Outcast Creatives Podcast, a space and community for the creative misfits and rebels of this world. I'm your host, Pitt Laker, a creative business coach with a spiritual approach, and I'm here to metaphorically catch you when you fall or feel like giving up, while inspiring and empowering you to courageously show up, shine your light, and make a living out of your art. Join me in each episode to debunk creative myths through mindset, energy, and spiritual practices, as well as interviewing and hearing the stories of other creative entrepreneurs. Well, are you ready? Then let's get started with today's episode. We're going to break this episode into two parts today. So, we're going to be talking about your creative outlet in part 1, and then in part 2 we're going to be talking all about your creative style. And the reason I put these two topics together is because I think when you're on the journey to starting a creative business, then, you know, there are two things that are good to tackle at the same time. And you can start to look at your life and and realize that there's probably so many things that you already do that allude to these two topics. So with all that being said, I'm going to start talking about having a creative outlet. So having a creative outlet is a way to express your creative energy, your thoughts, your emotions, and ideas. And when I put it like this it reminds me of myself being a teenager especially around that creative energy those thoughts those emotions those ideas creativity became that place for me to really really i get i guess let loose with with my emotions so when i couldn't explain What I was going through to my friends or my family my creative journal became my outlet and I did talk about this in episode one but I wanted to touch on it again because when I was uh, creating some content at the start of the year I asked the question like what is art and when I looked up the google dictionary definition it came back with the expressional application of human creative skill and imagination, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. And when I read that, I was like, wow, okay, like I'm an artist and I've never looked up the word art and, and what it means for one. And and two, I was like, wow, it's it's so true. Like you, you're either looking at art because it's beautiful and it's aesthetically pleasing or or it evokes some kind of emotion or thought or or change within yourself. So I guess I really want to dive deeper into this topic and into helping you find your creative outlet because I believe we're all creative. And like I said in episode one, it's just laying dormant until you choose to connect to it and ignite that spark of flow. And I want to be here to help anyone who's locked up their creativity from their childhood in a box far away and they know they, that they're meant to be doing something different in this world, you know, quitting their nine to five job or, you know, going all in and in their business, whatever it might be. And they're ready to start exploring what their creative passions might be. So let's dive into my method of on how you can start to unlock your creativity and find that outlet for yourself. Firstly, I want to start by saying that your creative outlet goes well beyond what you think being creative is. So my guess, and it's a wild guess here, let me know if I'm right. (laughs) But to be an artist, you're probably thinking, you know, oh, I have to be a painter or a sculptor. But here's a list of Other ideas for you. So other creative outlet ideas. So you could like cooking, gardening, drawing, journaling, weaving, sewing, acting, building, doodling, dancing, knitting, crochet, singing, music, calligraphy, colouring, even watching a film. And the list goes on. When I'm working with my clients and they know that they want to start a creative business, but they just aren't sure exactly what they'll create. I like to take them through this exercise, and I call this the three stages of finding your creative outlet. So, the first step is self awareness. So, this gets you to go back to some childhood memories. Like, what were the things that you loved to do creatively as a child? Did you draw cartoons? Did you dance around the house? Or maybe you love to play dress ups and sew your own outfits. I actually remember. Playing with dolls and and making like little outfits for my Barbie dolls, and I would like sew them like a cute little bag and a skirt and and all of that. If you do that too, jump onto Instagram at Studio Soulstar and send me a message because I'd love to reminisce on creating Barbie doll clothes with you. But I digress. Um, so when we look back to our childhood selves, we it can give us big clues to what our creative outlet might be as an adult. So for example, when I was little and I was sewing little outfits for my Barbie dolls, I don't know if then I realized that I would end up studying textile design. And now textile design, I didn't actually make clothes. I just want to clarify that we designed fabric and I did knitting. So I actually have a three year bachelor degree where I mastered in knitting, which I find hilarious. Um, But that's a really great example of something that I did in my childhood, leading me to what I studied as an adult. And I guess if I look into it a little bit deeper, I always loved making things with my hands. And even still, the, the methods that I go to when I am creating you know, my creative outlets are illustration and embroidery. And I, I love creating tactile things. I, even when I had a textile business, I even did illustration in embroidery and I did that on clothing and I would sell, sell those jumpers to my customers. And I love that. I was actually wearing one of those jumpers the other day. I still have it and I absolutely love it. Anyway, I'm going off track, but if you want to discover what your creative outlet is, start by writing a huge list or a big list of all the creative activities you loved as a child, and maybe even throw in some new ones too. Then once you've done that, once you've gained that that self-awareness, you might even want to go a little bit deeper into the self-awareness and, and, you know, really ask yourself why you were drawn to those things as a kid, like bring up as many memories as you can. And then you'll move into the experiment stage. So experimenting by following your heart. So once you've written your big list and you've collected all those memories, I want you to start moving through your list and revisiting these childhood activities Maybe it's that you you love to do ceramics at school, so you book in for a pottery class. Or if you love to color in, maybe you go out and you buy yourself some nice Derwent pencils or some fancy pencils or even just the the cheap ones from the shop and a coloring book and, and start coloring in. I know coloring in books were a huge thing a few years ago for mindfulness and they were really, really great, great for that too. Or if you like to paint, maybe go out and get yourself some, some watercolor paints or grab out that craft box full of fabric and googly eyes and headpieces, whatever it is that you did spend a lot of time, you know, getting back to your creative roots and take note of which, which of these activities light you up the most and which ones do you feel inspired to, to continue doing. Now there are no mistakes in creativity so keep going until you find something that you love and also in this experiment stage like make sure that you're making time to really like think outside the box as well. So like maybe what you want to do isn't really something that I've listed or or mentioned today but it's still creative. It requires creative thinking. Like maybe you just want to become a content creator and create videos and Canva tiles and and that kind of thing. So just, yeah, leave room to to think outside the box. And maybe while you are creating, this is something that I have found over the years is that when I do something creative outside of my business, it always gives me ideas for my business. So the same thing might happen for you. You might be exploring your creative outlet and then get this huge light bulb or aha moment that leads you to discovering what it is that you want to create a business out of and that leads us to the third stage of finding your creative outlet and this stage is called master so once you've found the thing that you know you want to create a business out of or or just have as your creative outlet i want you to go off and learn everything you can about that topic immerse yourself in it all. You might even hire a coach or do an online course or watch some YouTube videos. The more we hone in on our creative passions and learn to master our skills, the closer we get to figuring out what we need to do to make it happen. And I think it's really important to also touch on the fact that while you are going through this creative journey, like you're going to you're going to probably start a business in in something that you think you want to be doing and then over time that's also going to evolve and and that's part of the mastery as well it's like allowing yourself the time to really let your creative skills evolve and your business to evolve and and be open to that process because I also don't think any of those stages are wasted so when you do when you do go through each of those stages in your business, you've got to learn something new. It's like working with different coaches. Like every coach you work with, you're going to learn something new. Every course you do, you're going to learn something new. And the investment and the time that you put into those things is always worth it. Even if you don't feel like it is, it's always worth it because either way, if you loved it or you hated it, or it was just a bit, eh, you're still learning something. And that's, the growth mindset, which is a completely different topic. I'll probably do another episode on that at some point, but that's my point. Just learn everything you can, absorb yourself in it, everything you can, even go out there and and talk to people who have a business in that thing, like interview them, like gather all their knowledge as well, like think outside the box. And I'm going to always say that to think outside the box, because There's so many ways in which you can master your skills that, you know, allow you to really look at things from a different perspective and learning from other people is a really great way to to learn new things. So just for a little bit of a recap, the three stages to finding your creative outlet Uh, 1. Self-awareness. So what did you do? What did you love to do creatively as a child? Write a big list. 2. Experiment and follow your heart. So start moving through that list of your childhood passions and try them all out until you find something that you love. And then 3. Master. Go all in on this topic and learn everything you can about it. So that brings us to the end of part one of this podcast. Now we're going to dive into finding your creative style. And that can also be found by looking within my guess is you probably already have a natural style and you can start to really think about this by looking around your house. Like what kind of things do, are you drawn to buying? Like, do you love plants? Do you love a more minimal style? Do you love a more boho vibe or do you like bright colors? Like, is it really warming? Is it very, cold. Like what are the things in your house that you surround yourself? What are the colors that you surround yourself in? What colors do you like to wear? What clothing do you like to wear? Your clothing style can give you a really good indication into what your creative style is as well. And obviously styling is very creative in itself. I do have an episode coming up soon where I speak with a stylist who I have worked with, her name is Grace, but I will leave that for that episode coming up. But yeah, think about the things that you've got around your house, like what trinkets and treasures do you have around your home? What are the things that you really love? And when you look at that, think of your, look at your cre- your creative expression through your the things you own and the clothes that you wear, and Maybe come up with four or five words that describe that. So something that I've started doing when I get dressed is using four words. So making sure that I'm hitting the four words that fit into my style. And my four style words are color, casual, playful, and I've actually forgotten the fourth one, which is a bit embarrassing, but I will come back to that. Okay, it's come back to me. The fourth one is stylish. So, every time I'm making sure that I'm hitting those four words. And you could start to use a concept like that to describe the style of your creativity. So, maybe you're an illustrator and you love drawing weird and wacky things. So, your your four words might be weird, wacky, gooey, and colorful. And Every time you do a drawing, you're making sure that you're bringing in those four elements. That was a little bit of a bonus thing that came to my mind as I was recording. Um, But that's really about the, the visual sort of aesthetic. Then you can add another layer to that. So you've got the visual aesthetic. What do you want your creations to make people feel? Do you want them to feel happy? Do you want them to feel sad? Do you want them to... Go into deep thought. Do you want them to feel spiritually connected? Like what what is it that you want them to feel? And then when you combine, you know, the, the visual aesthetic and the feeling, like you can start to get a really good understanding or grasp of what your creative style might be. So that's sort of the the, the main part of finding your creative style. But then I want you to also think about. Because at this point, if you've gone through through the process of finding your creative outlet and now finding your creative style, you've experimented. So you've probably found your favorite creative medium. And when I say medium, I mean, do you love cooking? Do you love to paint with watercolors? Do you love to make clothes using only linen fabrics? Like whatever it might be, what's your what's your go-to creative medium? And then what words with all of that in mind, what words would you use to describe your your style as a whole using the visual words and the feeling words? Like what is your creative style? So with all that being said, I want to wrap up this podcast episode by letting you know of a resource that I have created. And it's a workbook that you can download. I will leave it in the show notes of this episode. But this workbook goes through each of these stages that I have described today. So uh, we go through the Self-Awareness, The Experiment, The Master, and then there is a page for finding your creative style with a little activity, a vision board activity, and a Canva vision board template. It also has about 11 to 15 journal prompts in it, which will really get you uncovering everything that I have spoken about today. So if you're someone who loves to have visual cues as you're working through activities like this, then this workbook is going to be perfect for you. And yeah, I'll leave it in the show notes and you can download it if you like. So just remembering that we're all creative and we all have the ability to follow our creative passions in this life and create a business from it. Thank you so much for listening today and I will be back soon with episode four. This podcast was brought to you by Pip Laker at Studio Soulstar. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outcast Creatives podcast. If you love the content and felt inspired, your reviews are always appreciated. And if you feel cold, come and find me on Instagram and TikTok at Studio Soulstar. Until next time, remember to keep dreaming and creating.